bonjour, and welcome to The French Way, the podcast about French-inspired wellness for healthy living and sustainable weight loss. I'm Karen Gombo, your French-American host and certified weight loss coach. So grab a coffee and a croissant and let's go. Hello, listeners and viewers, and welcome back to this episode of The French Way. Today, I wanted to talk about navigating disappointment. It is something that happened to me recently, and I thought it would be useful to talk you through how I managed it and the reason why this is important and why I wanted to talk to you about it today is that In the past, if I had some kind of negative emotion that came up, I would immediately turn to food. I would overeat. I would eat a lot of chocolate. I might drink a lot of wine. It might be a French baguette. But the point is, is over these years, I have learned to manage my emotions and not have to turn to food and because I've learned that also, it is the primary reason that I've kept my weight off. So I wanted to tell you a story about what happened recently and how I managed. I think there'll be a lot of useful insight in case something similar happens to you. And also I'll talk about like what, at the end, why was it so beneficial to have these skills that I have learned that have allowed me to keep the weight off. So what happened recently was I had extreme disappointment. I had been working on something in my job for a very long time, and I was expecting it to come to fruition, and it didn't. And a couple of days before I found out that it didn't, excitement was building because I thought this thing that I was working on was was really going to happen. And it didn't. And I was extremely disappointed. You know, it's kind of like when that excitement builds, it's like almost as if, you know, somebody says that you're going to go to Disneyland and they tell you that for every single day for three months, And then you're going to go on January 1st. And then they're like, ah, no, just kidding. And you're so disappointed. Okay. So the first thing I did is I processed the emotion. Now, what does that mean to process the emotion? So I'll tell you how I did it. And there are many ways that you can process emotion. But what works for me is, first of all, I cried, which is really kind of bizarre for me because I rarely cry. I'm not a big crier. I'm usually very, when it comes to my emotions, very good at keeping them on an even keel. Things and and emotions don't usually have to come out or come up very regularly. But for this, I did cry and I allowed myself to cry a couple of times and just treated myself with compassion when that happened. But then, and this is a skill that I learned uh, through coaching, what I learned to do was identify where the emotion was in my body and sit with it. So I want you to think, for example, if you, you know, sometimes you might get scared and you have a very tight feeling in your chest 
or you're feeling overwhelmed and maybe your shoulders are extremely tight and feels like you have a weight on your shoulder. When I'm talking about feeling an emotion in your body, that's what I'm talking about. There's some kind of physical sensation. It could be a flutter, a tightness. It could be a temperature. It could be, maybe it's pulsing or moving. It could be a color. But there's some kind of physical sensation that you can describe. So for me this past week, that disappointment was a pit in my stomach. I could feel it. It was like I had this weight and it was also hollow in my stomach. So that is how the disappointment showed up. And it was like a rock. Now, when I also talk about processing emotion, what I did is I allowed myself to walk around with that rock in my stomach. I knew it was there. Okay. I could feel it. It even kept me up at night, one night for a couple hours. I could feel it in the pit of my stomach, but I did not try to push it away because when you try to push it away, it usually just comes back full force. Think of a beach ball that you're trying to push underwater. At some point, it's just going to pop back up. So I've learned just to sit with it, identify it, name it. And often if I describe it, it also takes some of its power away. Okay. So that's what I call processing emotion is learning to identify where and how the emotion is showing up in your body and describing it. And then the way that I think about it is it's like a toddler in your car. Okay. So think of it as you're driving a car and you have, you know, your toddlers in their car seat in the back and they're either singing or they're complaining or they're crying. And there's nothing you can do about it because you're driving, but there's like a constant noise that you want to take care of, but you like can't. Okay. That's kind of the same thing is you just have to keep on driving. The toddler will eventually, you know, calm down and the feeling in my body, it's the same thing. It eventually calmed down and subsided after several days. Okay. So that was the first step. That's how I process emotion. The second step is I actually told people and mainly my friends and my family about how I was feeling. Now, this is a very big deal for me because I pride myself on being strong. I pride myself on knowing how to manage, on being resilient. Like I said, I'm not an overly emotional person, so I don't feel a need to put all my emotions out there quite often, but it felt good to talk to my kids and to my husband. And I reached out to a couple of my friends and just kind of told them just so I could have a compassionate ear to talk. wanted to talk to somebody about it. The third point is I talked about it with my coach. Now you all know You've been listening to this for a while. If you are new here, welcome. But so I am a life and health coach. And I also have a coach. I also have a one-on-one coach for life and business. So I talked to her about it. So the first thing that the coach, my coach helped me do was normalize it. 
okay, based on the situation that had happened, it was completely normal to feel the disappointment that I felt. Okay. So already the normalizing it, it it gives a sense of relief. We're not alone. This was meant to happen. It's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. Okay. So normalizing things is a big part of coaching because we, we think we're alone. So of course I thought I was alone. So that's one of the things that she did. She also pointed out things that my brain was telling me. And because in a situation where you're feeling negative emotion, your brain wants to go to all of the extremes, the worst case scenario, what I was making it mean about me as a business owner, as a coach, as a person, as a friend. Our brain loves to run wild. And my coach sat there and pointed it out. My coach also pointed out and made me think about actually the, also what I could celebrate about what happened, meaning, you know, there is a silver lining in there somewhere. And so I also got to talk through that with her. And sitting with a coach was also a very non-judgmental space. Talking with my coach is different than talking with my friends and family. My friends and family, you know, they'll give you an opinion. They'll tell you what they'll think. They want to make you feel better. But a coach is, it's a different kind of relationship. And she was there to listen, be non-judgmental and give me the space that I needed. So that was a third thing I did. The fourth thing I did is, and this is a tool that I've used now for a long time. I use it with all my clients also. How can I identify what the gift and opportunity is in this situation? Meaning something happened. And of course, our brain immediately sees only the negative things about this. But when you take a step back, and that could be two days later, It could be two weeks later, two months or two years later. But at some point in time, there is a gift and an opportunity in this situation. And that is also, I think, one of my superpowers is being able to see the glass half full. And so very quickly, all of what I'm describing to you, it took place over about five days. So the gift and opportunity, it comes, I would say it's kind of a delayed thing. You know, you can't immediately see the the gift and opportunity because you're so deep into the weeds, but the gift and opportunity comes at the end when I fully processed what had happened. I also wanted to share what I didn't do Uh, when I was feeling this severe disappointment What I did not do is I did not eat a package of cookies. I did not drink a bottle of wine and I didn't eat the whole bag of chips, okay? And in the past, before I had learned these skills, that's what I would have done. I would have turned to food because I didn't know how to manage and to process those negative feelings. So yes, I would have eaten cookies. I would have eaten a whole chocolate, a tablet of chocolate. I probably would have drank the whole bottle of wine, but I've learned those skills 
And that is exactly now also what I teach my clients. And it's so important because it is absolutely the key and the reason that I have kept my weight off. I have lost my weight. I've kept it off over five years now. It has not come back. And that is exactly what happens when we also, when I'm coaching with my clients, when we coach together, the client learns those skills. You learn to sit and feel an uncomfortable feeling and not turn to food. Is it uncomfortable? Yes. Do you learn to deal with it? Yes. You learn to build support systems around you, whether that be, you know, your friends, your family, you know, your coworkers, but it's also you learning to support you. Of course, the coach is there to tell you the truth and to point out things that you can't see. And finally, I teach my clients to treat themselves with compassion and to build curiosity and become extremely interested in what happened and why did that happen? But without any blame or guilt or shame, we just learn to be curious about why our brain is thinking things like that. And we also anticipate if it comes up again. So it's a learning to navigate all of those uncomfortable feelings and situations. And I can honestly say that doing this work is 80 to 90% of taking your weight off and keeping it off. Learning to manage your brain, processing emotion, not turning to food is absolutely the foundation of sustainable weight loss. Wishing everyone a fantastic week and we will talk to you soon. A bientôt. If you enjoyed this podcast and are ready to lose weight and never gain it back in a way that feels pleasurable, then set up a free call with me. You can do this by clicking on the link in the show notes, going to my Instagram account, The French Way, or at my website, karengombo.com. Au revoir et à très bientôt.